1: Ahoy this there, ladies, it's we'll time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. Vashti is tonight, I've brought back Mr. Leland Oeliger, Jake Ollinger, if you guys remember from the last time um, that he was trying to, he was being an independent and trying to get out there and do some, make some change in Georgia on the ballot and such. And then of course, Mr. Shane Hazel, he's the uh, Cooper National Libertarian candidate for, for the state of Georgia. Um, and, you know, Jake, Jake was having I'm not. I'm not sure if you just completely abandoned, it or what the deal was with when it came to your uh, your 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 state senate wishes. But I seen that you jumped. Oh, I around.
0: actually. Uh, uh, I come in. There's four of us that ran for senate for our district. Yes, sir. I came in third out of the four. Hey. Uh, took four percent of the vote. Got almost a thousand votes. My first time. A political nobody. No political background. Got a th- almost a thousand Uh Last
1: I looked, it was like nine hundred and eight votes. Wow! No, that's that's pretty good being just a dude from Locust Grove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think that's impressive. But I mean, I seen that you know I'd seen that um here recently you were back on your fight for trying to get a legal dispensary here in Georgia. You know, of, of all places, where you know Georgia happens to be one of the thir- What is it? 19 states um oh yeah georgia is georgia is one of 19 states that's still lagging in marijuana policy reform and it still imposes jail time for simple possession of cannabis and i mean like i've i've seen people going to jail for less than an ounce i mean it's it i think it's i don't think you belong in jail for any of it personally it's just a plan like, no the war on drugs is a complete sham and failure all the way around from where I'm standing.
0: And, and honestly, they should have learned that from Prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> it, 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 the The problem is, no matter what it is, the state has to make something illegal about it. So that they can punish someone financially, or you know, get them you know, somehow with anything they do. I don't care what it is. Even our damn uh, Walt, you know, Haley's Hope HB three twenty four biggest piece of crap there is. I mean, it, it does nothing for patients. It does nothing for anybody. To even have a medical program, you have to have full legalization to support the medical program. Otherwise, all you're going to get, just like I told uh, one of the other candidates, one of the ones that ran for house for this uh, district. If you have it strictly medical use you know, or medical, you're going to have the same problem California had. Everybody going in and getting a car for a headache just so they can smoke weed. So, forget the baby steps, forget medical, go with full legalization, and then build your medical off of full legalization because you're going to have your patients that, oh, I, I only trust the if It comes from a pharmacy or whatever. So, it, it's full legalization. Yeah, forget the baby steps. No, um,
1: no.
0: Yeah, it's a, my plan for legalization, even for the advocates, is pretty radical a lot of them stepped away because of what I want for legalization
2: uh, uh, I happen to agree with you going off at the deep end feels like the only way to go for for legalization of marijuana at this point because it's going to come down to a matter of the state still trying to determine who, when and why you can have it if you don't and uh, obviously that leaves much to be desired
1: I mean, look at, look at places like, like Idaho, where there's still strict laws, but you've got people like going directly across the state and, you know, state lines and getting it and bringing it, bringing it back. And of course they're looking for people that are doing that and like dragging them through the ground, like just because of an imaginary line that says that, you know, now that you've crossed this line, you, you know, you can't have this plant anymore. And that's you know that's ridiculous. I see. I just I see that a lot around here, the uh, the side of the state that I'm that I'm in. There's your. They will look for a reason to harass you and tell you they smell weed, even if they don't smell weed. Like it's it's. It seems to just always be used as an excuse to pressure people. I guess I don't. I mean, like I, I don't know. I'm I'm. Yeah. I I. I'm a pretty simple guy. I I, I farm and keep to myself and you know i've got i've got 3 kids at home like i don't have intentions of running the streets like a criminal and being harassed for for what i feel is nothing like i mean it i, I don't know from from my perspective i've I, I don't know when i was a kid i grew up with a lot of alcoholics and that made me not a fan of alcohol and yeah. I, i've never uh, been I'm one for boy. yeah i've never been one for drinking i might i might have a drink socially just to cuz I was always told by my grandfather you never refuse a beer so you never refuse a beer you know and, and but but like at the at the same time I'd rather come home from work and hang out with my kids and then unwind at the end of the night when they go to bed with a joint than I would drinking a bottle of you know bottle of liquor and getting into lord knows what yeah it's, it's it's time I think it's time that there's things changed about it so how about you, Shane? I don't know how you have some
3: feelings on this stuff. Oh boy, where do we start with Harry Anslinger way back in the 1920s and 30s? You know, like oh wow, well, I was well, just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's let's let's. I mean, we, we I think we're all pr- pretty well studied in uh, in cannabis with uh, a lot of firsthand uh, knowledge and and really success. And, and I mean, it doesn't seem like you know this group of guys does nothing you know uh, to to get together and to to be able to talk about this kind of stuff the problem is people that engage in cannabis are peaceful people and when you're peaceful people you're very very uh easy to take advantage of uh, a lot of times because you will be patient you will you know give people the benefit of the doubt on a lot of things and you know uh, where, where it's gotten us our, our patience and peace uh is just further down the draconian tyranny hole, right? And so the there's 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 simple answers to this that a lot of people don't want to hear because it requires uh that they take action and take a stand and you know possibly become um you know real enemies of the state right and so uh, there's, you know, this thing that we've been doing up here in uh, in Cherokee County, where I've been going down to Holly Springs and having conversations with the mayor, uh, and the uh, conversations with the executive, uh, it, the, you know, local like executive called the sheriff, and between these guys, you know, these guys are the executioners of legislation, and so when we talk about the checks and balances in you know, the United States constitution and, in Georgia, um, you know, in, in most of the, you know, quote unquote democratic Republic that was set up, you know, we get to a point where you can lean on this a little bit, even though I think we're a failed, you know, uh, country at this point and a failed state, all of these people have a article six, uh, obligation, uh, and oath, uh, to, to uphold, you know, those rules and regulations basically, or, or that, you know, that piece of parchment and for, them to uphold something that's never been passed by an Article 5 amendment, uh, which changes the powers of the federal government and, you know, for that matter, the state government, because it violates your rights to nature. Um, What you've got is a deprivation of rights under color of law, which is conveniently 18 U.S. Code 242 of the Constitution. And so when you kind of take all these and, you know, put them into an amalgamation, you get this really pretty, um, one-page type of document where you start to do decentraliz- decentralization and nullification at your local level. So whether it's a mayor that has a police force at his fingertips or a sheriff that has obviously the entire county at his fingertips, and he is an elected official. So if you don't yeah. like it, then raise awareness about it and raise people that might actually run for sheriff. But this is uh, this is something that we've had a lot of success of, uh, with up here, uh, and we're actually working on uh, the the you know the recognition of the right to uh, cannabis, uh, and, and that's what I think it has got to come to. Like you guys were saying, um, this is let's not take baby steps. Like this is we're not going to legalize it, we're not going to tax it. This is a right of human beings because it. Exists. I
1: mean, and and essentially,
0: here is the thing: the government has to remember we already don't pay taxes on our weed, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. It's not a better deal. (laughs) (laughs) So, and and it cracks me up when these states know that they boast, oh, we brought in this much tax dollars. Yeah, you may have got that because you got stupid people that'll go to these dispensaries because that's the only place they know where to go to get it and pay for the money. They'll go across state lines and all that. Yeah. So it's just stupid. And everybody that I've talked to in this district, when I was running for office, that was the first thing they would say, I don't pay taxes on my weed when I buy it
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a beautiful argument, actually like that. You know, I mean, I can't, I, I can't knock them for that one,
2: but that opens the door to, a, to an excellent point. Like, you know, as you mentioned with Anslinger, uh, I mean, there are just... I think it's human condition that it, it comes down to someone will say, we bad, we shouldn't deregulate it. I'll keep legalizing it off the table. Deregulate it. People say, it's bad. Okay, why do you say it's bad? And you're going to wind up tracing back generations and it always comes down to power lobbies trying to Either get a tax dollar on it or criminalize it because if we can't make a tax dollar on it, we don't want it to be legal at all. The we same had, concept applies 50, to prohibition.
1: Yeah, We've had 50 years of Nixon's failed drug war. And the forefront, uh-huh. I think, of that war is marijuana. Like they have used marijuana as like the there, – there are people doing life sentences for a plant.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nathan Johnson. I- I'm sure Shane is knows all about Nathan. This man just got put in prison for ten years for growing manufacturing and he's a veteran. And they put him away for ten years. Even with all of his proof, everything he took to the courts and eight, 10 years. <laughs> and they're bitching about that uh Britney woman over there in Russia, oh, it was only CBD or whatever. Yeah, well, what's the difference? You know, let, uh, let the people here go for it. If you, they fight to release her because it's only that, they need to release everybody in prison
2: and jail right now for it. Amen. And it's, it is the peak weapon of mass incarceration. It is. I don't
1: have any recent numbers because they're they're not that easy to find. But up on the normal for the state of Georgia, they have um, 2014 through 2016, like just openly up on their state. I mean, there's, there's, I wouldn't doubt honestly. and I'm gonna pull this up for people that are watching to see, and the folks that are listening, of course, you know, I'll share the links. Um, but this is like, look how many people are just in jail for Georgia alone.
3: Yeah. And, yes, and like honestly. how many, how
1: many of these people are still in there, like today? you think about right. that like that's 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 a lot of people just pulled from their family life, pulled from their home, futures destroyed because you know depending on the severity of the charge, you know, you could be <clears throat> a felon for the rest of your life in the state of Georgia just because of just because of weed and when, you know I'm I'm not trying to call any sheriffs out directly personally myself this evening but there are some in the in the couple surrounding counties around me that marijuana is a big focus of theirs still yeah, to this probably. day and it's just like it's just like how much how much federal funding are you receiving to continue to push this agenda in these mm. small
3: podunk towns it's, it's and that's a- because you got uh, Brian Kemp who is the current governor right now that is bragging on Twitter, you know, recently about drug bust one being in Butts County by those sheriffs for 300 pounds of cannabis that was on its way from Michigan, a, com- a state where it's completely legal for medical and uh, recreational to a state where it's legal for medical. And now you're sitting there like, you know, kind of scratching your head, talking about, you know, what are the unintended chilling effect of businesses in Michigan, you know, going out and and pushing their cannabis into places like Florida or, you know, wherever, you know, it's, it's, you're sitting there going, these, these old idiots that, you know, are either indoctrinated or paid off or both. Right. And you're sitting there just kind of like, what, where do you live that this (laughs) is okay? Like who, who are your parents that said, you know, let's, let's weaponize, you know, Barney Fife, you know, start, you know, jacking him full of steroids, make sure he beats his wife, you know, or at least 40% of them beat their wife, um, put them in bulletproof vests, soup up their cars with really distracting lights, and let's go after people that are most of the time extremely peaceful people and wreck not only their life but maybe their kid's life um you know and then see how that affects not only their family but their community because let's face it um you know some communities take the brunt of this especially if they're poor or in closer contact like this this whole thing you know it's not a joke it's a nightmare and you know Mm. i just I don't know. It's I wanted. Funny, funny you
1: brought me up me that that next. Butts County one. I remember seeing that Butts County bust on the Facebook, and how the Butts County Sheriff's Department was on there bragging, like the like the departments like to do. You know, they take these <laughs> pictures like they're so cool for stealing something from someone. And the what's I guess what sickens me the most is the amount of brainwashed people that are still in the comment section being like thank you for getting this off the streets and saving us. And it's just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like who um, who just lost their medicine in Florida that they were getting from Michigan. Yeah, Like who just lost their medicine in Florida because of some assholes with a, you know, God complex.
2: Yeah. But you know, if I can say just one thing funny Uh about it, which obviously it's not funny at all, but does anyone besides me absolutely want to laugh their 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 rear ends off when spike gets into the comment section and starts ratioing the hell out of somebody uh for a for a marijuana bust They're it's, epic. It's, the be- it's the best thing in the world
3: <laughs> yeah 100 <100%. laughs> i was just thinking the same thing i was like oh man i wonder if these guys all know spike <laughs>
2: actually, actually actually
1: pretty pretty well I've, uh, I've, I've yet to have him on the show but i've held some really good conversations with him and him, him and vermin as well um there there's some wild cat some cats out there like just outside of the whole libertarian scene that you see i guess the public scene like just hanging out with those guys there's some pretty wild guys and i actually enjoy some time with them
3: like hell yeah man and that's because they speak freely and you know you also understand each other like there's a language because here's the thing is like people who try to come into the libertarian party and fake it you know, and, and I shouldn't say libertarian. Libertarian party. It, there, there's there's a sect of libertarianism where I don't think you can come in and fake shit because they, you can you can smell people, right? But the, the other beautiful thing about this is there's not a lot of people that are you know like gone gone down that path so far as they can fake it and still reside in that old world where they see people you there, know like there, you there, it, a, you a know? lot of them
1: a lot of them are, clo- are, are what i like to call closet anarchists those are the ones that you can they just they don't use that word because it's been demonized and in television and oh, media dear. and stuff like this you know we're, we're open about it here we just use the word that if anybody wants to judge me that's usually what i tell you go ahead and call me but i don't i don't fit in any of the isms or the ists or any of them i'm a pirate and that's about as far as because <laughs> the pirates are the most free men left on the planet so i mean that's just the way i you know i i've always kind of run it with my thing but we I, I like to joke that there, I know what you're talking about, about that area of the libertarian party that, that I, I think that's what it is, is you guys are just closet anarchists and you just can't use the word and it's okay. I respect it. Like I'm like professionalism you're it,
3: it. is what they call you're themselves. Like
1: that. What's that?
3: Volunteerist is what they call themselves, Volunteerists. right?
1: Volunteerists. It, it's a beautiful thing. <clears throat> I, I see you had something to say there, Jake. You can go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Did you hear me, Drake? Oh, what? Oh <laughs> now, nah, I was just sit here laughing because the funny thing is, I you know, I ran Republican and just because of the plan, I mean, I had libertarians and Democrats jumping over to say they were voting for me. You yeah, know, so the, the plan itself, if you know. It, it it could be its
1: own green party and win i mean to to be serious yeah there's there there is more like the percentage of americans that use marijuana outweighs the percentage i think that doesn't nowadays and as far as the people that are in favor of it even people that don't use like the, I think it's like it's like we've gone over sixty per sixty percent. Like the last time I checked it, I think it was like sixty-two percent of Americans are in favor of letting people have their pot. And I think this That's is just last time the government five yeah. percent
0: of Georgia was of really? yeah. Georgia alone. And what's funny is I know you know, because of course I follow politics of it. In 2020, a sample question on the Republican uh, primary ballot uh, was: Should legalization be put on the ballot? Over 50 percent of the Republicans that voted in that primary voted yes for legalization. That's Republicans alone in you know in Henry County, sure. and none of the parties paid attention to that.
1: Well. Um, in 2021, carried over into this year, there was SB 263, which, was, which would have legalized and regulated it for adults across the board, as well as HR 281 and SR 165 would have referred a constitutional amendment on legaliz- legali- legalization to voters. And then there was also SB77, which would have reduced the penalty of possession for less than a half a ounce to a $300 fine, which I think is still
0: completely stupid.
1: Like, why why are you about to make me pay for
0: it twice? They they always want to figure out how they could get every little dollar they can out of legalization, you know, good or bad. They'll always want to regulate it to where there would still be criminality with it. And that's going to be their biggest problem with I, legalization. They're always going to want to have criminality with it. And
2: I, and I, sorry, Jimmy. No, go, no,
1: no, go right ahead.
2: So I had a thought about that too. Now, humor me if you, if you will. So I grew up in South Carolina. And uh, for those who follow politics outside of Georgia, you probably know that South Carolina is sort of the poster child for the worst examples of civil asset forfeiture. We're kind of, my home state is the worst glaring example of that in the country. So in the past, and I was thinking about this as we were talking about the the criminal element earlier, is that historically, if you get stopped by a police officer in the state of South Carolina, and I'm sure this is true in other states, too, the smell of marijuana still is PC to search a vehicle.
1: Mm-hmm. So now
2: too. and yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Now stay with me on this. So thinking about it in that way, that there is in the states that just are so resistant to deregulating or legalizing marijuana, however you want to spin it, is that I, I feel that there is a there is a an almost guaranteed amount of revenue that they could collect uh, from 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 that. Avenue, Right. So because if you're in possession of more than one half ounce of marijuana in South Carolina and you have some amount of money, if it's insubstantial, they could use that as intent to distribute. And that that really bothers me. Right. So there was a few years ago, a case in uh, Clarendon County where a gentleman, the police officer said he smelled marijuana, searched the vehicle. There was no marijuana, but he found $8,000 cash. Guy was going to use that money to go buy himself a car with cash. He was going to pick up a vehicle. Guess what? They seized the they seized the money as uh, representative of uh, intent to distribute because he smelled marijuana. They still haven't apologized. And as far as I know, they still had that revenue. Now, it, it could humor me for a moment that... It does not surprise me that police unions are a very real thing. And while I, uh, in practice, I have no problem with unions, I think unions are a great thing, that they are prone to corruption. Unions have an invested interest, especially with uh, w- with respect to law enforcement, to push the, the needs or the, the interests of police. Is it not unfair to assume that that includes uh, not losing revenue, including uh, possession of marijuana, the 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 right to seize your vehicle, felony offense. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, I understand awkward. that's. A, yeah, I mean, I, I understand there's a lot going on in that, but I I, I don't think it's that far fetched.
3: No, no, no. I mean, and, and what are the, here's the thing is, their specially calibrated noses are what can throw you in prison. Um, for 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 you know, way too long. You know, a second is too long, right? Like that's the thing. Mean, is
1: you mean you mean police dogs that actually fail eighty percent of the time? <laughs> Them too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh man.
1: They, you know, I mean, I know, I know for a fact they're trained on that kind of stuff. I mean, and there's it is it is, it is ridiculous because there is they per they paraded around down here. I've seen in your county there. Jake, where they where there's cars that are marked maybe not in the town but in the county itself that they're like, This is a car that was seized from drug users or drug dealers and turned yep. it's just like, So you stole that?
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> civil forfeiture is so effing aggravating. I cannot stand it. It is the one of the greatest infringements on human right to property that ever will be. And, you know, you get those police agencies, that come along and, you know, they, they confiscate these assets. Most of the time they turn them around, sell them at an auction and make money back off of it. And then that goes into their revenue pool or in the worst cases, like recently in Escambia, Florida, where they apparently got their hands on a C5 Corvette. And said, and granted, yeah, I mean, they said it wasn't paid for with taxpayer money. Fine, you still stole a guy's Corvette because he had weed. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, uh, it, it's mentally draining, gentlemen. It's, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's aggravating. Well,
1: well, there is, there is, so, <clears throat> what obstacles are you facing, Jake, on trying to with with the dispensary? Because I know that's what you're after. Like, how how much trouble are you having to deal with in this?
0: Well, you know, around here, I don't think it would be much of a problem because look at where they sell Delta Eight products around mm-hmm. here. I mean, that that's you know, the controversial is it legal illegal? That stuff's legal. It's derived from hemp. Who cares? So, I don't. I think that it, it would kind of be a welcome thing if they'd have a dispensary here. They need to, and you would not believe, just people seeing that pot leaf on the side of my truck, they're like, are you a dispensary? You sell weed? No. I'm sure.
1: I'm sure.
2: So, the people want it? Give it to them. Uh, Jake, can I ask you a question about that, too? Yeah. I'm just curious about getting into the psyche of the people who who voted for you. Like, so you said you ran as a Republican. Yeah. Did you run into any resistance internally going uh, opting into the Republican Party as you know historically the back of the blue logic follows the tends to follow the Republican Party line. I'm just curious if you had people push back saying why are you trying to legalize marijuana? Did you run into that at all? one person
0: just one just one and the funny thing is it was uh um uh, lauren daniels dad it was a uh, locust grove day and i was in the parade i had my pot suit on and everybody i mean all through the parade and the videos on my facebook everybody just saying yes get it legal you know and uh when we went down into uh, to where they had all little booths and everything, Warren Daniels' dad come up and started yelling at me in front of everybody. You need to go to Colorado. I'm like, for what? I go. Everybody here wants it legal. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. You need to go to Colorado. You need to get. out. I mean, just yelling, following me through the whole you know grounds where everybody was wa- you know around us. And I didn't care that he was yelling because it was getting good intention, you know, good attention to me. Yeah. And then finally, when it got on my nerves, I did stop by an officer and say, Hey, can you hold him up a second? So I can get away from him a little bit. So I can go enjoy and talk to people. And he goes, yeah, you know, and held him up and, uh, went down, you know, and just everybody come up. and was like, yeah, get it legal. It's like, yeah, go there and tell them over there. That he needs to be legal. Uh, so that was the only one person. Everybody else, you know, pretty much is, yeah.
2: Who cares? Get it legal. I just appreciate how people's opinions have changed over time, including from like my own family, who is traditionally very conservative, and they've even, ironically enough, my very hardcore aunt is uh, is supporting full deregulation. So it's, oh. just, it's 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 funny to me how how things have changed over time. I think we just have to spread more awareness. I think well, last year about
0: this time, uh, uh expo that I'm going to be going to here in a couple weeks, uh, up in Atlanta, women who cannabis, uh, business thing. Last year I was there and the democratic chair for this district was there. I can't remember her name, but, uh, we were standing there talking and I actually have a picture of it in the moment that I, Told her this, but she goes, "Oh yeah, with legalization, we need to take baby steps." I looked at her, said, "That bullshit on that." I go, "We got enough information. It's just full legalization." Her eyes just popped out of her head because I I gotta go, (laughs) and she ended up leaving the convention.
1: (laughs) Oh my, that's I I, yeah, I did did see where you were you were going going to be uh, doing that coming up on August sixth of this year. Yeah, so that. That, that looks interesting, actually. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to
0: look into that a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, go check me. it out. Uh, yeah. I, I met uh, a, a punk rock legend uh, last year there. He was actually staying at the hotel, and because his band, they were singing with Driving and Crying that night. And uh, Andy Brown, I met him, and we, we're still friends to this day and still talk. Okay.
1: That's that's actually that's actually pretty awesome. You know, for the, those of y'all who are watching this is I think that's coming up on August sixth, y'all can oh, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be all kinds of stuff going on for that. Oh yeah. Especially if you're local who are to the Atlanta area, you can get down there and check that out. This looks like something something I'm see if I can fit some time in for. I don't know. That, that's some interesting stuff going on there. I went to their website and was uh checking everything out the other day after I seen you post that. The um
0: <clears throat> it, uh... Couple weeks after that, I uh, well in September, I got another event I'll have to talk to you about. I mean, Anna, yeah. okay, with uh one of my friends here local that I've become friends with since last year also. Oops,
1: oops. I was looking. I had something pulled up. I do apologize. Um, so. So I mean we you got all this stuff going on and I guess I, I guess a hard question for you, Shane, talking about all this kind of stuff. Would you have any plans winning in the state of Georgia on changing any of this kind of stuff?
3: Oh, as a governor? Are you kidding? Yes, sir. Holy hell. I'm yeah.
1: To
3: hear it. Oh <laughs> man. So there they're so like I mean like you, you walk into office, you get inaugurated inaugurated and everything, and the first thing you do is as, as a leader, you address the executives of the state, right? Like that, like that's what you do. You set expectations and you say this, first and foremost, (laughs) weed is a right. If you bust anybody for weed and deprive them of their right, you are the criminal and you will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law using federal code, period. You're done harassing peaceful people. You got it. Here's the other thing you do is you redefine crime, right? Like, Hey, listen, you guys aren't showing up at school shootings. You're harassing peaceful people. Let me make this very, very clear to you guys murder, rape, assault, kidnapping, coercion, vandalism, um, and trespassing, right? Like that, th- those are basically kind of your high levels. Go do that kind of shit for a while and leave everybody alone. Secondly, I need a list of anybody and everybody in your county who is in prison or jail for the only offense of cannabis or any other drug that is non-violent. If they are non-violent, then there's no crime against the state because we, as the state, can't be a victim of a crime. So they're coming out and the five guys that I get to appoint to the Board of Appeals here in Georgia, those guys are going to say, see you later, sorry, Uh, we're under new management now. Um, After that, that's when you start to address the people um you know obviously all of these meetings need to be public uh for, for, for you know straight from the beginning but then you get to address the people and you sit there and say hey listen this is what i've obviously told the executives do whatever the hell you want farmers if you want to grow cannabis grow cannabis People out there in industry, if you want to cultivate it, especially for places like North Georgia, that is the carpet industry of the world, which uses tweed, which is made out of hemp. A lot of times it's imported from places like China or wherever. Hey, guys, um, you guys are a match made in heaven, not to mention the medicinal side, the recreational side, the building side, the possibility for like micro biodiesel sites. We're just getting started.
1: Sorry to interject. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm kind of, I'm personally against the regulation of Bud because look, I've seen what the government has done to regulating like gov- alcohol and tobacco. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a joke. Like, don't, don't, let's not even, let's not even spin into that. But I don't want them touching my weed. Like, I, feel I don't like
3: believe that. they should be able to touch any of your property. Yeah, and that's no. the cool thing about like, as as, as a person that believes that the non-aggression principle, which I know is one of those words that, you know, people are like, Ew! but literally like taxation is not only theft, it's extortion, right? So what I'm saying to the people is if these people come at you for whatever, it, you know, people with badges and uniforms that like to play make-believe over the, the, the idea that they have access to your property, your rights, like, You should be defending your property and rights with deadly force now because the prior administration and the prior administrations of that, whether they're local or federal or somewhere in between, those guys are your enemies and they believe that they can take your stuff. So we're done with this. So, you know, in in terms of day one, I think this is probably a pretty good start, right? Like, I think, you know, we get to we get to sit there and raise a flag and say, um, all right, what are we going to do? tomorrow to continue freeing people and, and that I mean that's the beautiful thing about being an executive instead of running for a legislator position is like I don't have to agree with 400 people I don't have to agree with you know the guy next door as the executive you're calling the shots in terms of enforcement and when you recognize rights have been uh, not only violated but you know used against an entire people for way too long it's upon you to stand up and do something that absolutely
1: no, I, I think that's beautiful I, I i thought of something when you were when you were talking here one of your um i guess people that you're up against as well that that stacy abrams i'm sure all of you being local have heard <laughs> that hilarious commercial of the cop crying about how the criminal carry is going to cost so many lives and i like i've i've actually turned the radio off twice because of that because I, I just wasn't in the mood to hear dribble drabble over that,
2: the, w- that wasn't the sales pitch she thought it was
1: that, oh my God like it, I, and it and it came on the river of all radio stations and like I'm like I'm like you've got a bunch of old rednecks listening to this station are you sure this is the station to play this commercial on like
2: you know there's a Shane to what you just said that was beautiful by the way yeah no there is something absolutely. Indelible to me too about the amount of power the legislative branch in government as a whole has, especially when we're talking about lobbies. Because when you mentioned Anslinger, and then you just mentioned him, I was immediately thinking William Randolph Hearst as well, and uh, strategic attacks against you know basic human rights and how, especially in the 20th century. With the, the expanded militarization of, of law enforcement throughout the country, we have allowed the government to define what is injury against a person's rights. Yeah. And it's only injury against a person's rights if it comes from another person and not from the state. And that's exactly, I feel like that is almost by design because the state does more injury to personal rights than your fellow human being ever could.
3: Yeah. They, I mean, and that's the thing is they, they, they practice, you know, um, you know, in terms of legally, I don't remember exactly, you know, what year it was where, uh, America adopted basically a maritime law, right. Where, you know, we're, we're no, no longer really under civil law, who is, it was maritime law. Uh, you're now a, a vessel of the U S company. So that's, you know, you know, where, where that whole thing kind of, I, I think, Started to break down long, long ago. And I think the anti-federals had, you know, a lot. Of, yeah, some. Sorry, some I, I, I appreciate Mer-
1: <laughs> The Merchant Marine Act of 1920 is when it put um, the United States into the maritime law.
3: Yep. And so, you know, you start to see, you know, this progressive era, I mean, it makes perfect sense for, you know, what was going on, you know, with the Fabian socialists and everything being imported from Europe at the time. So, yeah, I, this, this, you know, I don't know, this claiming of rights in, you know, abdication by legislatures to just be these weak jellyfish that are for sale. Um, you know, this is the ultimate, right? And you know, as you go along in the political process, you begin to see, you know, where the vulnerabilities are for these people. And for me, you know, like asymmetric warfare obviously comes pretty easy. So the more you know about the way a, a government functions per its constitution, and um, you know how far it's separated, you can start to really kick ass in these in these margins, right? Um, and as an executive. You are now empowered because the, you know, the legislators have abdicated everything. So if you come in, you know, with this BDE and say, you know, enough is enough. Like, I'm going to try to make your lives safer, first and foremost. Um, You know, and and then obviously the the lives of the, the, you know, the the community around you, safer as well. Um, You don't, you're not going to have to wear, you know, bulletproof vest around you know from from now on like that's that's old that's old school policing you know if you got to go get somebody i get it but i think the whole town's going to be like he's over there right uh, our, uh, our
1: our our uh, another one of our co-hosts is usually on here he couldn't join us tonight uh bandit he he says that um for the most part that like city police should be handed back a whistle and have to walk the beat of that city strip or whatever. And that's about as far as he feels they deserve anymore because of the nonsense that, you know, they've just been doing. I mean, look at, you know, and and not just the harassing of people, let's talk about how much money they waste sitting around driving in circles all day inside their cruisers and stuff. Like, you know, we're talking about, they're, they're, they're telling us there's a gas crisis, but they're not doing anything different. They're still out there carrying on business as usual. Like it's, it, 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 it's definitely the pot calling the kettle black there. Like, it's just like, what are you guys up to out here? It's, it, it's gotten out of hand. It's not just paid,
2: paid for out of the taxpayer's pocket.
1: It's got, but it's got, I mean, not, I don't think it's, you know, used to it. You'd see these out of hand things in like Los Angeles, for example, or New York city and stuff like that. And maybe even a little bit in maybe, maybe downtown Atlanta, you know, big places, but now you've, you've got this good old boy system in a lot of these small town communities out here. Like I know we're like, we're me and, we're me and Jake are, we're, we're both in different counties, but we kind of deal with the same people cause we travel in and out of that area. Cause it's kind of a gray area where County lines meet and stuff. And like both sides of that County, they, they will five, six cars deep uh, you on the side of the road because they found a seed. And so that means that they need to like basically rip that car to shreds and see if there's any way they can ruin your life any further from there. And, and like, like you pointed out Neptune, you know, like there's, if you have X amount of dollars on your person, like, Oh, well, that's theirs now because that's suspicious. Why do you have so much money? Well, sorry, buddy. I deal in cash. I haven't trusted banks in a really long time and I don't trust them right now. Like it's, it think <laughs> it's better to be carrying cash in my opinion, because, um, if you decide they're going to shut it shut it down tomorrow, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> it's I don't know. It's just I, I'm I'm a conspiracy guy underneath here. There's it's totally laced with tinfoil, so you got to look out. I get a little carried away.
3: I mean, so untrusting of the banks and the, the government. I mean, what a <laughs> what a skeptic. <laughs>
1: it's it's I mean it's I don't know. It's just gotten out of hand now because of it. This whole fake you know this fake two-party system thing like you you probably have had to jump all kinds of hoops just to be seen i know you did too jake like you were you were basically going door to door you know what i'm saying like i literally went door to door i mean and got paid to do it (laughs) hey i mean however 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 you got to figure out how to work it out it's just like i mean
0: yeah, know, yeah, this delivery thing—that's what I paid for my campaign. With you know, I mean, I-, I knew nobody was gonna give me any money to donate money to my campaign. I had one person that uh, you know that did, and uh, uh, Shane probably knows this guy too. Uh, but uh, and he told me, he goes, he goes, I don't donate to anybody. He goes, but I'm going to donate to you, and yeah, you know, he sent me a little money, and that was cool.
2: Well, I don't have a lot of faith in the political system, and I kind of like Jimmy in that regard. But I tell you what, you guys are doing the Lord's work, as far as I'm concerned. I, I got
1: to say, if yeah, there no, were more. If there were more
2: people like you out there, I'd, I'd probably, yeah, I'd like probably the, strongly consider voting. You have,
1: you have this strong viewpoint on it. You actually, you, I had a great conversation with a fellow I'm sure you're familiar with, Lyman Bishop. Um, yeah, you know, he ran for governor of Montana or whatever mm-hmm. a while back. And, like, I, you know, he was telling me some of the stuff he was talking about and such. And and both of you have these views of it's time to set people free because there has just been laws upon laws upon laws enacted to turn everyday people into criminals for nothing.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, the HB324 that gives us the low THC oil. The biggest thing you want to talk about uh, criminality with that, the fact that any of our elected officials that uh, are sitting up under that gold dome can own 5% of one of those legal dispensaries or uh, manufacturers.
2: Talk about self-serving. <laughs>
3: I uh, yeah, and maybe maybe this is a good thing for me to kind of close out with um, on on my side is, you know, when we were talking, you you said uh, yeah that you know doing the Lord's work running right, I, I I've kind of come to this understanding of you know what we are doing you know and you obviously not winning elections as libertarians especially in georgia um (laughs) i mean yeah here's the thing is i don't think you know for me that's not my objective um in the beginning i thought yeah you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna march in here i'm gonna take over i'm gonna preach the word and you know be be a rock star right like Mm no no you start talking about real liberty and and real solutions for you know liberty you know that can work um that's when you start getting, you know, absolutely blackballed to the point where you got to start your own shows and you got to do your own PR, like all that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah, exactly right. So, <laughs> hey, you know, like my, my goal uh, has been adjusted to the understanding that it, it fits what, you know, is possible and practical and really are what we want our solution. And that's disruption. It's decentralization, it's disruption, it is asymmetric warfare, and it is taking taking the state, knocking them down a peg, or, or all the way to the floor, uh, if we're successful, and, and showing people that this is a completely illegit system, uh, that anybody who says something silly to the effect that, you know, society is... Uh, You know, one of those things that we got to pay for and everything is just like, man, you're you're that victim of domestic abuse that sticks around. And I feel sorry for you. And maybe you're one of those people that's married to a cop. I have no idea. But in terms of, you know, goals and, you know, running for office, you know, if there's any people that are thinking about this from a libertarian or liberty perspective, if you're not ready for that to be your goal, you're probably in it for the wrong reason. Uh, and I, you know, like, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to tell anybody, you know, don't do something your way because I said something, but like, I, you know, I appreciate anybody and everybody that's, it's working for Liberty and and pushing and grinding whatever the hell it is you're doing. Like, like do it your way. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. But for me, like my way is get the biggest damn soapbox I can. Take, you know, the voice and just, you know, kick these politicians in the nuts over and over and over. And while we're doing it, you know, because we are, we we are who we are, right? Like we really just don't give a shit about what a lot of people think, especially that are from this murder cult is, you know, Hey, you're gonna, you're gonna rock some people. You're going to challenge some people. But in the long run, if you can show them how illegitimate the state is, we're all going to be way more freer, you know, the, locally centralized. <laughs> so, can, anyway, um, have, guys, have, I, have, go ahead.
1: Have, Can can I ask? Have you been? Have you been? Um, you know, without letting me know, listening to the show because, sir, that's what this whole thing <laughs> is about. Like you just, you. I mean, I just, I, I, I love it. Like we're we're disrupting just, the system. We what we are. We have been neptune italian i'm not trying i'm really not trying to toot my own horn i have been i hold records probably for the amount of times i've been banned from every social media down and you know just alone and just the and the feathers i ruffle everywhere on the internet because i'm trying to make people think like that's i i'm not i'm never going to give you a bias like this is the opinion you should have but i want you to have your an open opinion and have all the information that there is available and think of legitimate you know things to fix these problems you know about vol- voluntarism is is a, is a big thing that you know i really do believe in i think that we could make a system work where we're all signed up and checking a checklist off of the things we want to be a part of and things we don't like and and you know as far as like disrupting and decentralizing like we've We've made some good friends with some interesting people scattered throughout the country as the hosts and stuff are scattered throughout the country that are literally building black market infrastructures while Rome is crumbling. Like they're they're even even though it's just local people in different places doing community things together to make themselves more, more self-sufficient, like even myself, you know, it it's it's it, it's a way to look at it and a way to look for an answer, you know, like I've I've I broke away as much as I can from the mainstream on a lot of things Um, on, on top of making my own website and show and such. But like I've, I've got a mini homestead out here, like where I'm at, like it's it's goats and hogs and chickens and I, I I barter and trade and with not just food, but skills and stuff as well. And as Banda would say, beans and bullets and like I just. I I look for a simpler life with my kids because I think that today's society is not about family. And I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm a, I, as a family man myself, I, I feel that family is an important aspect to the meaning of life. Like I, I've asked this question before on my show. If you're a living, if you're a living human on this planet and you have no intention of having offspring, like what, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I mean, that's kind of the point of human existence. At the end of the day, is to continue to, I don't know, progress humanity better. And the only way to do it is to make the next generation better, because we we can only bring so much change ourselves. I think, like, we can fight for it and plant the seeds and do as much as we can while we're here. But we're not going to live forever, and we've got to pass it down to someone. And if we, you know, if we're if we're not if we're not building the masses like yourself with you know, just such a passion. Like I, I, I admire everything you've said here tonight, sir. Like you, you, you definitely fueled a fire for me for this state. I agree. If they don't, if you don't win, that's fine. I think you'll plant seeds across everyone's head that hears this in this state alone of like, Whoa, we, that's a great, these are great ideas. These are great answers to some of these really hard questions that people have because, I'm sure all of us in this conversation have always been asked well, well if you start decriminalizing drugs well, well, things like you know robberies are going to go up or this that and the other is going to happen and it's just like you're you're ridiculous like you don't i don't think you understand the actual pers- aspects of these laws that were put into place to turn people into basically slaves of the state because once you're in that system you know you're kind you're kind of stuck in your technically government property you know what i mean like they can do with you as they will i mean we still have work farms in this state i don't know how familiar familiar you are with this but like i've i've personally seen a few firsthand and and it's just like wait we're still doing this i thought this was just from the movie life like i didn't think this was real and yeah it, it it really is down in South South Georgia, like south from where I am, and shoot, I think I think uh, at least west from where you are, Neptune. Like it's it, there there are things that actually exist out here, and I'm just like, wow, where yeah. where are we as a society that that the state has so much power and people don't like? I didn't. I thought that was the opposite of what America was founded on. Like that. I don't know. It's insane to me. So. But I do appreciate you coming on tonight and, and just fueling this fire of liberty, sir. Like, you have been greatly appreciated and are welcome anytime. you are like passionate. Like, we, this is – I think you would fit in some other conversations quite well, actually.
3: <laughs> right on. Anytime, man. Let me know. And, uh, guys, I appreciate you hanging out with me. And, uh, and, and man, I'll tell you what, Any anybody <laughs> that wants to hit the state, especially kick them in the nuts for, you know, a plant, like, yeah, I'm in. Cool. <laughs> <You know,
1: laughs> Jake, you got anything
3: you wanna you want to throw out there? No, guys, I, I thank you so much. Um, if, if if you guys wanna you know find my website, campaign, all that kind of stuff, shanehazel.com, and uh I'll I'll leave it at that. You guys have been right. really a lot of fun. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, sir. And Jake, you got anything you want to throw in there before we close out this evening?
3: Uh, I'm good, man. See
0: y'all later.
1: What about your, uh, your? don't you have your new store, your Big Daddy J store? I mean, I'll, I'll make sure I put the link out there yeah, for everybody it, to find Yeah,
0: I'll there. send you the link. Uh, I, I, it's still in the process of being built. I'm getting uh, more inventory yeah. in. Uh, I've got yoga pants coming in. Uh, I've got the tank tops and t-shirts, and then there's going to be roach clips, uh, different Kinds and uh, other stuff like that. I'm going to start, you know, getting, you know, coming up with more ideas to have local people make stuff to sell on the website, you know, under my, you know, my ideas, my brand, and pay them to manufacture the stuff that I want to sell.
1: Fantastic. No. All right. We'll make sure we'll get that out there so everybody can get out there and support you. And, you know, let's let's see if we can work for some change here in this state. Like, I think I'm, I'm tired of seeing people arrested for a plant. Like, it's the stupidest thing in my lifetime that I think I've ever heard of. Like, it, it, I don't know. I, Neptune, you got anything before I read out the closing stuff?
2: Information is power. You can't kill an idea and you can't stop a signal.
1: Well, you, you know, of course you guys, thank you again. and You guys make sure out there that you help us out and check out our sponsors. If you don't mind visiting KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash Jim Bob forward slash for all your gold, silver, and consulting needs and check out peachykeycreations.com for all your homemade soaps, herbal teas, candles, energy, um, candles, and energy healing. And um, if you use code OVALSHORTS3, you'll get 10% off your order and also check out for your uh, camping first aid and custom plate carrier needs, ammo can survival, everything you need for survival in a 50 caliber can. And if you use code CAPTAINCONSPIRACY420, for, you'll get 10% off of your order there. And you can find that in, him at Instagram at Ammo Can Survival. Check him out today. And um, you guys, under black flags we sail and the seashell be our, be our empire. And y'all have a great evening out there. Thank you for joining us.